Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And yes, you have read it right. I'm going to talk about poo o'clock today. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is um, a funny story, actually. Um, I was talking to my husband and we were talking about going for a poo at work. And I was like saying to him that I always cringed about it and I never really wanted to do it. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you have to poo, you poo, right? And I was like, no. And I spoke to a lot of friends and colleagues about it. And people just, or we women, we don't like to go for a poo at work. Maybe you're different. So that's possible also. Anyway, and he said, like, that is so BS because we even have a ritual or the, the companies that I worked at, uh, we were even laughing about that. At two o'clock, it was poo o'clock because it's after lunch, digestion went a little bit down and you could see one after the other go for a poo. And so they had no shame in doing that. And I was like, well, so when I still was working at cor in corporate, uh, in a work environment, I would notice the same thing. And I was like, this is so related to a big difference between, maybe I'm generalizing here, but this is a difference between how men sometimes are feeling comfortable about something and women wouldn't actually do that or like it would be the worst nightmare doing a poo at work. Anyway, so we were talking about that and um, I think it's important to actually highlight that that is covering for something else that I, I really think is of the essence here. And that is that they have no, no problem stating with what they, what they do. They have, it's not about no shame because there is nothing to be ashamed about. There is, they're non-apologetic. That's it. They're non-apologetic for who they are and what they do. And so, and this counts for men and women, but in a workplace, we are so often apologetic for things that we, who we are, what we do, our natural behaviors. Uh, it could be that you are labeled as being bossy because you take a stand and you want to uh, you, you, you come up for what you believe in. Um, it could be in an interview that you have to be non-apologetic um, because you need to be clear about who you are, what you can bring to the table. And again, a big difference that I can see between my male clients and my female clients is, and this is from my own personal experience, is that with females, I often see that they would undersell themselves and they would assume certain skills and experience. And men are absolutely have no problem in standing up and say, I can do that. 
And you, research has indicated that the same job description can be shown to a woman and they might, if they don't fit 110% of all the criteria, they wouldn't apply for the job. Whereas you have a man looking at the job and he said, I can do that, 70%, yeah, worth a shot and go for it and be confident in their ability to not only like give that confidence to the other person to actually show in an interview on their resume and later on to get that promotion that that is what they can achieve. So that's basically the a, a difference that um, that counts not only for men and women. Some so it, it doesn't matter. It's being actually non-apologetic for who you are and what you can do and what you can contribute. And there are certain steps you can achieve that. And the first step I would say is um, reflection. Go back and look at your career, what you have done, what you have achieved in your career. Because we often forget the things that we are proud of. And I'm not talking about just numbers because that's just a tiny little part of it. Some people have a job and have results and have achievements that are non-quantifiable. And those are still achievements. So look at them and recognize them for what they are because that makes up your career DNA. That is you, basically. Look at the things that really work, worked well. Be non-apologetic of who you are in terms of like the, the results you have created. And maybe that has ruffled some feathers and people disagreed with you, but that's too bad because basically like, yes, you might have ruffled some feathers, but you were true to yourself. You had self-integrity. And how important is that to have that, to be able to say hands on heart, I did the best that I thought was in that for that situation. I am being non-apologetic for that because I believed that what I was doing was the right thing. And I think we all have situations like that. Like I know I have countless of situations. Uh, like the jobs that I worked in, or my managers loved me, or they really almost hated me and they wanted me out of the business. And I was still the same person. They just rotated. One job, I had three general managers and the other job at four. So like, of course, you're not going to align with everybody. And the worst thing you can do is actually hide behind the covers and not stand up for who you are. If you are a strong person, then that is your true color. Then you have to be find an organization that's aligned with those values. And as soon as management changes, as if the organization changes, if your team changes, whatever change happens, then you actually have to be very objective and look at it and say like, I had a good run in this organization. It was fun, but now it's time for me to leave. And where I see people go wrong a lot of times is they're trying to fit in that mold and they try to hide their personality and they're, they're bashing their head against the brick wall to actually force that to, to, that they would suit. But the reality is like, it is okay if something isn't aligned with you, if something doesn't work. And so you have to be honest with yourself to make sure that you notice when that's the case and that you 
can step away. So the second part is like understanding when you step away, what's the plan? What's the next step? Be prepared for that. Because a lot of people don't have a plan. They don't have a career strategy. Actually, most people don't even have a career strategy. They have never thought about building a strategy for their career. Even though when we think about a business, and if we think about a business needs to have a strategy to reach their goals, right? But we don't have a strategy for our career. So we don't really consciously create a direction that it's going to go in. And so when you build a strategy, there are a couple of components. The first component is, of course, like understanding who you are, creating your pitch. How am I positioning myself in the market? What's my unique value proposition? The se Secondly, is like, okay, let's get my online and offline profile uh, up, up, up there. Let's update my LinkedIn profile. When I talk about online and offline, it's like your LinkedIn profile, your resume, cover letter, like anything like that, your online and offline profile. And then, okay, let's think about now the strategy. How can I raise my visibility? Because now I worked on my pitch. I have my, my resume and LinkedIn profile ready. So let's increase my visibility. How am I going to do that? And then you have to think about, okay, what's the next step after increasing my visibility? It's like, okay, interviewing. How, how am I going to really own my skills in that interview? How am I going to stand out? How am I going to articulate why an employer should hire me rather than somebody else? Because the people I work with, and I don't know about you, but the people I work with, they have over 15 years experience. So they have a lot of skills and experience on their belt. So it's vital that they don't just do okay in an interview because that's like everybody will be okay. You're not reaching that level and earn a certain salary if you're okay in an interview, you actually are going to outperform and talk about your achievements. You're going to be good in an interview. So to nail that, you need to be able to persuade in an interview, to navigate interview, to influence, to know what to ask and where to push and where to pull, how to position yourself correctly. And that is very difficult for a lot of people that I work with. And don't get me wrong, they're absolutely fantastic in stakeholder management, in building relationships and so on. But when it comes to you and actually talking about yourself and actually like writing about yourself, then a lot of people struggle to identify where to go. And then, of course, you have the negotiation part. And it can be that you're absolutely amazing at negotiating and that you negotiate everything in your life uh, and in your business or in your career. But when it comes again down to you, a lot of people freeze and say like, ooh, can, can improve. So that's the second part that you need to do in understanding what you stand for and how you can get is creating that plan. So first of all, be non-apologetic, like know what you stand for and own it. This is you, be authentic. I know this word has been thrown around so much, but it is so important that you are you and that you have that self-integrity. A lot of people throw that around also, like, oh, integrity, but like the person that you have to get along the most is yourself. 
You need to be able to look yourself in the eye at the end of the day and be proud of the person that's looking back. So that's the first thing, self-integrity. Second thing is like get your ducks in a row and make sure that you have a strategy on how to get out. And of course you can have a strategy, but then the third part is take action. Make sure that now you have a plan. Now you know how to position yourself. You build a framework and now you have to take action. Now you have to implement that plan because we all know that something with a good strategy, a good plan, it's and and not no execution, it's not going anywhere. Company is not going to reach their goal, and you're not going to reach your um, your goals in your career. It's simple. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it is so often overlooked. And not a, like I said, not a lot of people are consciously designing their career. They have a career by default. They're not consciously creating a career strategy because they think like, oh, let's go from job to job and see what comes up and see what's offered to, to, to me. They don't know that they have an influence, that they have a, a say in how it goes. It, they can actually control the direction of their career. They just go with the motion and go with the flow. So that's what I want you to do today. Think about the things that you have been apologetic about work. I don't say that you have to go <laughs> to the toilet now <laughs> and I like do a big poo if you have to, of course. Yeah, no, no hard feelings. But um, anyway, that is what the key message is. Like, what are the things in your career that you're apologetic uh, for and create a plan on how to move that forward? Now, if this resonated with you, my poo story, <laughs> give me a thumbs up and, and just like the more thumbs up I get, more engagement I get, the more people that can reach this, uh, that I can reach and change their career. And it's so important that um, people actually start to become really more authentic at work and have, having that self-integrity and know how to move forward. And so, and if you want to take a step further, if you want to take the next step in your career and struggling to stand out and struggling to identify what is next for you, and you want to have a chat, Book in a call. It's newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call. And the, on the call, it's not going to be one of those yucky sales calls. It's going to be just a conversation, first of all, between you and I. And a conversation is probably going to be the best 45 minutes you've ever spent on your career other than your education. Because what we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to, first of all, discover what's really going on in your career, where you're at. I'm meeting you where you're at. Then I want to understand, okay, where do you want to be? In 12 months' time, in six months' time, right now, what, what is your plan? What's your big vision? And some people come on the call, they don't have that purpose, that vision, and I will help you, you get there. I had a call with I want my client now the other day, and um just because of the talking, like she, she she ended up and said, like, okay, now I finally understand what, what I want. And she had been stuck from stuck for months. So the that process on its own will give you clarity. The questions that I will ask, and basically like we will put it together so it makes sense to you. So we and then we identify the roadblocks. We talk about a little plan, a, a big picture plan on how you can get to your goal. And then we, at the end of the call, when you say like, Caroline, I want you to help me implement this plan. I'm happy to schedule in a call or happy, happy to, to work with you if we are fit. 
But anyway, you will walk away after those 45 minutes with so much valuable information and you will know the next step in your career that you have to have to take. I hope this makes sense. Lastly, what I want you to do, if we're not connected yet, connect with me on LinkedIn. You will be notified as soon as I go live, as soon as there is a video or an article that I post. And the more people I have in my network, the more people I can reach and the more careers I can help transform. So please connect with me on LinkedIn. Schedule a call if you want to take the next step in your career. And definitely give me a thumbs up uh, if you resonated with your message, uh, with the message that I shared with you today. All right. Thank you so much. And I will see you tomorrow. See ya. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.